And welcome back to episode of the Game Boy Boy Live. It's been Joe. We're here to talk about Soka episode 7? Yes, episode 7. Alright, just making sure. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, one of those few moments where it's uh, a little slow of a week. So, we were like, yeah, why not? And we would talk about the writer's strike, but we're not that involved in this, so let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah, um... Because yeah. that, that always sounded very interesting to me, but I just didn't know how to talk about it. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of one of those, like, okay, that's a very nuanced sort of topic, I guess, about, you know, workers' yeah. rights and all that stuff. Uh, let's just uh, stick to knowing what we know best, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's Star Wars. Uh, but yes, uh, Ahsoka Episode 7, we're continuing off where we left off in the last episode with Sabine finding Ezra and the forthcoming doom that is Thrawn. Uh, but aside from that, we get some little, uh, politics. Something that Star Wars fans really, really, really love. Well, yeah, I guess to a certain degree. Um, we see the aftermath of, uh, Herda and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, her Hera. Little, Hera, sorry. <laughs> Where do they get Herda from? I don't know. You tell me. Um, yeah, but Hera, um, you know, is basically a, what I, is kind of, like a military court, essentially. It's like, hey, you know, a general shouldn't be doing this. And, like, one of the uh, senators is really sort of going at her and being like, we should court-martial you and that stuff. You know, and it's pretty much kind of like... It's interesting how, like, very dismissive of all the threat is because they're like, Mm. the Imperial Remnants and even, uh, you know, uh, what's-his-name, you know, from the Mandalorian show, is like, hey, what about, you know, that incident on Mandalore, you know? It's like, yeah, you know, listen, Gideon was just a crazy warlord stuff, all right? Mm. None of these scattered imperial uh, warlords are, are even involved with, like, creating some sort of evil plot or whatever. And it's, mm. like, very, kind of one of those, like, very keenly obvious that we, the audience, know, oh, there's a bigger thing going on but the characters are kind of just being kind of dumb about it. Mm-hmm. Which, I feel like could, like, ruin it for some people, but I feel with here, it, it feels more of, like, denial, right? Yeah. And, like, the the interesting thing about it, what they're doing is that, one, clearly people want to help, but they're stretched too thin. They need to put their priorities into things that they feel is more important, which, you know, will tend to screw over the little guy. Slash, you know, like I said, in denial. Because whether or not Thrawn is back, the question is, uh, is he? Right? Because that's what the guy's mainly saying, though he's being more of a dick about it, let's be honest. But, um, what's named that one senator lady? You mean, um, uh, Mon Mothma? Yeah. She even, she's like, are, are, are you sure about this? Is he really back, or is this just you, you know, thinking about getting Ezra back? Mm-hmm. So it's it's a bit of that, right? Like 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 now now granted saying denial is a strong word, but you know, like the the idea of you know whether or not the threat is coming is, is should, should we be worried about it? Yeah, and uh, obviously you know as uh, you know her is about to you know they're like you have to decide. Uh, who comes to save the day? It's a good old C-3PO and being like, I have a message from Senator uh, Leo Organa and uh, 
here are the notes showing that she actually was the one to approve uh, Hera's mission. Therefore, you know, no, no, no problems whatsoever. Although, <laughs> Mon Mothma is kind of like, yeah, uh, I mean. I, I call bullshit, but I'm kind of on your side. I, I call bullshit, but, you know, I'll allow it for now. Mm-hmm. Which is where they get to the conversation, like, you know, is Thrawn back? Is, is, the, is the threat real here? Mm-hmm. With Hera only responding sort of like, listen, I feel like we need to be ready for the worst and hope for the best, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's not unwarranted for her to feel that way, to be honest. Right. I mean, knowing what she knows with Ahsoka and stuff, it's, it, there is very much like, oh, okay, all right. Mm. It's how, you know, it's, it is one of those things where it's just sort of like, for, for the council and stuff, it's like, hey, they don't have a whole lot of, like, actual hard evidence. Yeah. Which is why, I think, like you said, it's kind of like a bit of denial. Mm-hmm. Like, they could, you know, Hera and Ahsoka could be right. I mean, obviously they are, but to the eyes of the council, it's like, well, if they are right, then we don't want to, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like one of those that, oh, cool crap. Uh, we are kind of screwed here. <laughs> we, need, we need to figure out a plan or something. We don't want to <laughs> cause mass panic, it, you right? know? Yeah. And it's one of those things where, like, we know it has to be a big of an issue because we're the the sequel series is currently at right the the idea that the force the force the first first order the first order um is is a thing so we have to not only like establish why that's going to be a thing later on but also you know give a good explanation of why they got a good start ahead of us ahead of most people well i mean yeah like it is does seem like a lot of these sort of uh, expanded Star Wars stuff is there to just be like explaining more or less where the First Order came from mm-hmm. and like setting up that sort of groundwork, you know? Yeah. Which, I mean, you know, it's a nice, like, it's an interesting way of like sort of like rebuilding back to the sequel trilogy and like trying to make like those uh, movies, it's more coherent in terms of the Star Wars lore, right? Mm hmm. Um,. But yeah, uh, you know, like we have that little sort of intro segment, and then we sort of cut back to uh, Ahsoka doing her training with a video recording of uh, Anakin. You know? Good to see him again. Yeah, you know, it's kind of interesting. Like, it, you know, like we get like Hayden Christensen for a little bit more stuff. You know, mm-hmm. um, and obviously once they got out of the uh, hyperspace with the whales. Uh, there's a minefield that was set up by Thrawn mm-hmm. and stuff, which obviously, you know, it kind of shows Thrawn's, um, I guess tacticalness, because, like, he, he's like, oh, okay, alright, so, uh, we m- might be seeing Ahsoka soon, so let's just, you know, set some stuff up. Yeah. You know, like, get, get our defenses ready, let's. If our enemy is truly coming, let's anticipate this stuff. Come on. Yeah, let's 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 think of let's let's think of things or and situations and ways that we can help find our way around it. Now, granted, I feel like some people might be a little annoyed with him kind of having a cheat code with magic. Yeah, I guess with the uh, you know, these you know, being able to like see into the future, mm-hmm. not like well, kind of 
but more so like the threads of fate or something like that. Yeah. And uh, I mean, heck, like when Ahsoka escapes into like this sort of like a fog storm or whatever on the planet, he has them like he Thrawn has the the the, the grandmothers or whatever like pinpoint where Ahsoka mm-hmm. is and then has fighters go after her. Which I mean, yeah, when you have a dude who is, uh, I guess you would say, very tactically uh, thinking, mm-hmm. has like, you know, that sort of like advantage of like knowing where his, en- having the ability to know where his enemies are going to be and all that stuff. It's like, yeah, you know, let's let's take advantage of that. Let's do the smart thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. In that case, like, yeah, that, I totally understand that. It makes sense. Um, what I was gonna say though, what is interesting is that Thrawn essentially finds out like, wait, her master was Anakin. Yeah, knowing. I mean, would Thrawn know about Anakin being Darth Vader? I feel like if if he was close enough to like a lot of the situ- stuff that's going around, I think he would know. Mm-hmm. Right. If not, he would at least know. But like, oh. I have more reason to watch out for this one, you know? Yeah, because he obviously, like, you know, if he's anything like uh, her master, then she can be kind of unpredictable. Let's see, uh, let's keep our, you know, mm-hmm. let's keep our cards close to our chest, you know? Let's, let's not play all our cards here right now. Let's, mm-hmm. see what, let's see what we can do with this sort of thing, you know? And, uh, yeah, meanwhile, uh... Sabine and Ezra are found by Balin and uh, Shin and stuff, so they do this whole chase. Yeah, the, <laughs> you know, yeah, they have the the the, the bandits. Yeah, the bandits and uh, Shin go after uh, Ezra. Meanwhile, Balin kind of sort of stands back. Yeah, you know, mm. kind of implying that he's like maybe gonna use this as an opportunity to do what he's wanting to do. Yeah, his whole thing about like. I, I came here to do what I want to do. I could care less what Thrawn or the Empire or the Republic have to do. I'm just here to do my shit. Yeah. And his uh, Shin, his apprentice, is like very confused. It's like, wait, I thought you. It it's she's like she's confused. Yeah, because she's very much like, well, you're not coming with me to you know do the thing yeah and it's like nah no nah, you got it mm-hmm. you know and it's uh you know it's a very interesting you know dynamic of you know just seeing this sort of play out you mm-hmm. know um and also uh you know we have this whole chase scene and then like um uh, fight and we see you know ezra is like uh using a bunch of like force like, I guess I would, like, martial arts and force powers. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those, like, deep war cuts where, like, oh, yeah. We we trained him not only with the lightsaber, but with hand-to-hand combat. Well, yeah, because, I mean, like, Sabine is like, hey, uh, you know, uh, take your lightsaber. We got, got you know, she, yeah. he, she got a lightsaber. You're, you're a Jedi, basically. You yeah. know, use it. It's like, nah, I got, no, 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 it's yours now. I was like, okay, well, what, you, you want to use my blaster? It's like, no, nah, I got the force, man. I got this. <laughs> it's my uh, cheat code. Yeah, and uh, I mean he does well enough with it, you know. Yeah, he does. He does. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, oh okay, Ezra got some hands on him. And like, 
Oh yeah, and because uh, obviously just it's just the two of them, but they're more than what you can expect, and they have to send in reinforcements. Well, I mean, yeah, and also Thrawn kind of is sort of surveying the whole thing. It's yeah. like, all right, so because I mean, Ahsoka with the Force is able to find Sabine. Yeah. And sort of, you know, tries to gun, gun it towards her, you know, to get him out of there. Mm-hmm. And uh, Thrawn is sort of seeing all this sort of play out. It's like, all right, let's have these fighters try to go after Ahsoka. Let's have some extra fighters in case uh, Cannon, you know, Leila need them to, you know, take down uh, Ezra and Sabine. You know, like, all this mm-hmm. stuff sort of, like, viewing this from, like, a sort of a tactical board kind of thing, eye in the sky. Just like, all right, let's see how we don't want this all plays mm-hmm. out. Uh, so Ahsoka sort of tries to join the battle, um, but Balin is there sort of the meter. Yeah. Know? And they have sort of a another one-on-one fight, but Ahsoka... You know, like, Balin's sort of like, hey, you know, you can't beat me, Ahsoka. And I was like, well, I don't have to beat you. I just have to outrun you. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, with the help of, uh, Q-Wang, you know, causes a distraction. He steals a, uh, Balin's ride and just runs off to go help yeah. Sabine and, uh, Ezra. And he's sort of just left there being like, all right, well, I got played there. Well, not bad. <laughs> not bad. All right, that was smart of you. Yeah, and meanwhile, as, uh, you know, Shin gets those reinforcements, you know, those night uh, troopers and stuff, mm-hmm. Ahsoka shows up, and they're able to, like, rout him. But at the same time, uh, as uh, it's all happening, Thrawn notices that uh, Balin is not participating in the battle. He's like, where is Lord Balin? You know, that's, that's a little weird. Yeah, and then... The abandonment issues come in. <laughs> oh yeah, a little bit because he decides, you know what? Yeah, let's just pull our troops. You know, let's let's yeah call call the retreat here, and uh, you know Shin sees this going on, and you know it's he's left with having to fight the three of them, and Ahsoka very much is like, hey, you know you don't have to fight. You can join our team. Well, I mean, less join team was like, hey, I can help you out. All right, I mm-hmm. feel I feel some stuff going on in your brain right now, you know. <laughs> To which I can read your mind. Yeah, and and Shin's just like, no. Nah. So she runs off. Mm-hmm. You know, nice reunion between Ahsoka and Ezra and Sabine and all that stuff, yeah. right? And uh, meanwhile, uh, Morgan, you know, having watched uh, Thrawn do her attack, do his taxes and stuff, he's like, he, um, why aren't why did we call a retreat? Yeah. Mean, you know, we have more troops. We can outnumber them. Why don't we just kill them now? And Thrawn is sort of just like. Well, I mean, we could do that. We could. But since we're almost uh, done stocking all our supplies on all our ships, we can just leave. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah, like, at the end of the day, the real mission is to... Get the hell out. Yeah, you know? Just Which like, I respect. <laughs> I mean, yeah, again, it again shows a bit of his technical prowess. Like, it doesn't matter to him if he's lost some troops in this fight or he hasn't gotten uh, the mission of killing Ezra and Sabine and Ahsoka and stuff. It's like, we have a bigger, you know, plan here. And if anything, it helps us because they were distracted doing all that stuff while we were getting, you know, our main objective, like, close to completion. You know, it's a, you know, we didn't, there was no lose-lose scenario here for us. You know, like, uh... You gotta play three, five steps ahead. Yeah, pretty much. Which, which, which kind of, to me... Explains why he's such a tactical genius. Which it it seems simple, 
But like the 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 idea of Thrawn is that he's more calculative. He's more reserved. He's not very much like, oh, Ezra's there. I want to kill that fuck. You know, I want to kill that kid. He's more like, no, 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 no. We we just need to buy time. That's all we need. And then we'll get the heck out of here. Because we got a way out. They might not have a way out. We got to use that opportunity. Use that idea that they might not have a way out and get out. Get ourselves out of the situation. You, you got you to gotta think of the bigger picture. You can't be thinking of the little picture. Big picture, bro. You got to think of the big picture. You know? Yeah. You know? Um... Uh, and that's sort of where we kind of leave the episode off, you know. Yeah. Um, it kind of, uh, I mean, it does seem like we're reaching that sort of final stretch of the show. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, probably two more episodes. It feels uh, like we might be back for another two episodes. You know? Position, yeah. Which, honestly, this feels a lot better paced than a lot of the other Disney Plus shows. Because the thing about, like, with, mm, we saw, we said this before, Mandalorian season three kind of just dragged on for a bit. Mm-hmm. Season one was great. Season two was good. Uh, most of them just kind of like dragged on, or like you know, wrapped up too quickly. Mm-hmm. Like it, this, this, this took you know, this, this, this does not feel like it should have been a show. This feels like okay, while it's a more of a short run series, it works. It's got time to breathe. Clearly, there was a plan of how to tell this story. Dave Filoni really wanted to tell this Ahsoka story, and he did it. He's doing it. And now we got to wait and see if he lands it. Right? Yeah. No, no definitely. Um, it, it, I, yeah, it's definitely better paced out in a lot of those episodes, I think. Uh, a lot of those other shows, I mean. And, heck, I mean... I feel like the fact that we kind of don't... I mean, as far as we we know, like, yeah. we don't really know how many episodes there are. But it does seem like it's a nice sort of even pace. Uh, and I mean, granted, what I think made uh, the first season of Mando work was that it had, like, both of those... Like, it had episodic storylines mm-hmm. as well as uh, the more overarching plot. Yeah. Which I feel like definitely worked out a lot for the Mandalorian series. Although, of course. Um, obviously, as the show went on, you know, it obviously had more and more of, uh, the plot. But, yeah, I think the, sort of, I mean, the main point I was getting towards is just that, uh, I think, you know, Mando's problems is probably just, you know, that overarching plot probably, yeah, it changed a lot for the, sh- for the show. And, and for some people, you know, they like that sort of stuff. For other people, you know, not so much. Uh, with Ahsoka, you know... I think it is sort of like taking to that sort of main mm-hmm. plot through line, right? Not not too many uh, side quests here or there, you know. Just sort of like, all right, we have a we have a goal. We have a you know, our characters have goals. They have a you know things they need to do, mm-hmm. and uh, we're gonna see them get to do all that stuff, you know. Oh, in one day, <laughs> no, I was kidding. Um, but you know, yeah, I. I mean, we talked about it before. It's just, I don't want to beat over a dead horse with that. Um, but obviously, you know, with with the way it's going, I'm very, you know, happy to see it coming to, to its own. Because not only is it, like, very fan service with, like, including characters from 
Rebels. But it's also like it it does feel like a general continu- continuation, right? Because it because it could have been so easy, like oh yeah, these guys are here, but no, like where do we leave off? Where are we now? How do we continue with Ezra, with with Sabine, with Hera? Obviously, um, there's and there's other characters who we we're not mentioning, but like man, just it's good to see these characters and still be still and written in a way where we're still, you know, happy to see them. And in a way where you, even if you who have never seen those shows are still able to enjoy it, uh-huh. and I think that's really a very good thing for that for the show, and I'm very happy to see that they were able to do it because it, it could have so easily just like written something very simple. And while it is kind of in a way simple, it's 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 done in a non-nuanced way. And so yeah, I think that's a very good, and it's a shorter episode, but that's but you know. There's there's really not much for us to continue talking until we end up talk, talking about the the show as a whole, right? But so far, I say we we're enjoying it. Yeah, I, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, I'm I am looking towards seeing how this all kind of unfolds. You know. Mm-hmm. All right, and uh, if you enjoy what you've heard, be sure to follow us on all social media. This is the end of the episode, by the way. Uh, at the Gibson Cheering Club, and uh, we oh sorry. Uh, we're active on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. More, more, more so on Instagram. Be sure to follow us there. Uh, there's a link to the podcast that we're officially part of, like our podcast, Google Spotify, Google Podcast, Spotify, Pandora, and all the like. And if you like to hear, put a face to the voice, be sure to follow us on YouTube, where you can comment, like, subscribe, and yeah, that's it. Um, again, a little shorter, but yeah, what, what can you do? It's been a pretty like low week. Slow week this week. Yeah, unless you want us to just sort of ramble on about uh, which cameo uh, has been the best cameo so far in the <laughs> right. show or whatever. And, uh, I don't care. But yeah, and it's been me, your boy, Eli. It's been me, Joe. You guys have a good one. Peace.